that's us recording. <laughs> Welcome to the Pod Charles Cinecast. Presented by the French Charles Cinema. How you guys doing today? Do you have today? to say that now? Mm-hmm. Okay. The branding yeah. thing. Yeah, it's consistent. I've been doing this for 20 episodes. Okay, so yeah, go ahead. Keep it going. Are you like hating on our, on our intro? <laughs> no, I love it. You don't even listen to it. No. <laughs> One day. Uh, my name is Jonathan Foster. I'm here every week with my co-host, my colleague. Ariana Nanzaputri. My daughter. There it is. How are you I guys know. doing today? We're good. I'm good. You I'm doing good all right? Now. I'm good now. I'm going to see how today goes. Yeah? I'm a little bit under the weather. We're all in the midst of a nervous breakdown. So. Yeah. Nervous breakdown, post-room burnout. It's that time um, of year, man. Yeah, man. You know? Always. Once the weather starts changing. Yeah. I fucking love it. Season. No. I love when the weather changes. You start wearing jackets. This is when I come into my and prime. Then, I'm a layered yeah. guy. Oh. Yeah, yeah you're are a, layers, Me too, man. People. Me too. I love my flannel. I love my mm. coat. I love my sweatshirt. Yeah. I'm a big boy. I need to have my layers. <laughs> um, and also, I like when everything gets all dark and gloomy and uh, all oh the leaves God. start falling off the trees. Oh everything is dying like my soul. Dying. Yeah, definitely. Hey, exactly. Like That's what I was about to get to, but you stepped on it. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> I need I like sunlight. When, I like when my uh, mood lines up with, with the, the weather. weather. Yeah. <laughs> That's not fun. It's like the world yeah. is on your side. I don't like change. seasonal yeah. depression. Nah, I'm a fan. Big like fan. Big I had the worst big, big seasonal mood. depression I've ever had in my life last uh, December. Uh-huh. Like probably all of November into December. And it was horrible and it was also linked with this really horrible like pain in the back of my neck and mm. like top of my shoulder so i don't know if it was some weird stress pains or whatever but i Probably. thought i had a tumor huh. um, it's not a tumor <laughs> it's, it's not, not a tumor, a tumor. Yeah, yeah i had that a couple of years ago uh we're here again this week with our pal phil, our pal phil. yeah if you uh, can tell Hello. phil <laughs> thank you, you for having phil me is like our you're like the most, the most recurring, uh, guest. recurring guest. Yeah. Thank you. Do you I get a trophy? Recurring. Maybe. Or a cookie. You don't even have bagels today. I like your kinda, stick, you know? I'm kind of sick today. so We're um, all kind of sick. So um, in like today's podcast, um, <laughs> you bring we're not snack choices. time. It's hey, fucking it's oh, sick cast. Are you <laughs> trying to ASMR the lamb sip right now? The sick <sighs> Charles Cinecast. That lamb sip. Into, into the classic lemon. Yeah. I can't even have like lemonade and stuff because it would just remind me of that. Reminds me really? of really Yeah, like just the flavor. Really? That sucks, it. dude. Can't I actually really it. like lemon lips. What kind of shitty lemonade have you been drinking? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can you can drink some of the square root lemonade yeah. we got. Well I just got, I just came back from Madeira and I brought back uh poncha, which is like yeah. the national drink. It's like a rum. It's like a honey and lemon rum. So I can Ooh. still have that. Delicious. Mm-hmm. Way but too not strong. honey lemon stretch. It's very, no. It's very <laughs> strong, but it's very easy to drink. Which yes. is, yeah. You need to let me have some. <laughs> Ooh. It doesn't taste great, but yeah, no. hopefully it makes me feel better. I'm all congested. <laughs> Last time we recorded, I had a shite voice because I was singing for three hours the night before. Yeah. And now I've got a shite voice because... He's sick. <laughs> Oh, yeah. gross. Oh, that was gross. Yeah. It's my microphone, so yeah. I can do whatever <laughs> I want. It's the orange microphone. <laughs> yeah. And nobody forgets. Yeah. That's how I know which That's one's mine. That's why Phil and I have interchangeable ones. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It doesn't we matter. Get sick. Yeah, I don't use those ever, so you should be okay. Yeah. I mean, I do use those I would sometimes. Just but... think, so I'll be mad if I get sick again by doing this podcast. Mm. Well, maybe I, I got like your sickness. 
That's what happens here at the Prince Charles. No, could I go oh God, it yeah. on You left. guys want to know what's what what kind of stuff actually goes on behind the scenes? <laughs> yeah, we BTS. all get sick. Yeah, we all get sick. We all get yes. sick. We all get each other's wink, germs. Wink. Get each it's a very small germs. space back it there, is. and everyone shares glasses and, and we all, all hang stuff. out all the time. Yeah, we argue about movies, but like we really close to each really other. Really close to each other. Yeah. Well, as uh, you guys could tell, we just finished yeah. Room Week. Woo. Very fun mm. week here at the Prince Charles Cinema. Always oh, a good expect time. Expect that room episode uh, mm-hmm. when you least expect it. Hopefully, least expect hopefully it. next week sometime. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Um, I've got a lot going on at the moment. Yeah. Particularly, we've got something big coming up this week. We'll get we to do, in a second. Yeah. But um, yeah, this uh, past couple of weeks been pretty busy for both of us, Harry. Yeah, and yeah, uh, it's you been and I insane. both had some gigs on this past week, yeah, which we, we both were really awesome friends. Yeah, and we went to each, we other's, went to each gigs. other's gigs this awesome. week. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. It was awesome. So I caught Ari's uh, potentially last gig. gig. Yeah. Fuck I'm it up. Waiting to, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's my last fuck it up gig, but yeah. I don't think it's my last gig. Yeah, cool. But, yeah. Well, hopefully you get something else before. I hope so. And my I'd track like record to. for saying that has actually proved pretty good. Yeah, actually. Because I said yeah. I hoped you got something in Edinburgh and you got yeah, something. Yeah, and so. I got a spot in Edinburgh, which yeah. is really cool. So, uh, um, but yeah, and you, I went to your show on my birthday, which mm-hmm. is really great. And I came in, which is, which I came in, you guys had just started. I saw Julia in the crowd and I just hung out with her. And you were like, you said hi to me in the crowd. And then, but Max, who also works here, didn't see me yeah. because he was downing Estella <laughs> as he was on stage. And I went, Part of that writer. this is why Max is one of my favorite people. Yeah, because Max, you know, he's the real yeah. deal. Max is the yeah. real deal. And then he just continues on the most relaxed, like, guitar Bob, player yeah. I've ever yeah. seen in my life. And I went, you guys are fire. Yeah. Tall was great. You guys Thank are you. great. It was very Tall fun fall. to be back on stage. It'd yeah. been like literally eight or nine months. And uh yeah, it was like that sort of worry of like, oh man, are we gonna still have it? But it like You never quick, lose it. Yeah, well, you never we lose quickly, it. It's like riding a bike. I don't know. Yeah. It got well, me in some respects it's almost kind of bad because like in, in, in my mind at times I'm kinda like I'm okay if this music thing doesn't happen. I'm okay. But then, like, I play a fire gig and I'm like, oh, mm, it's it better really happen. I fucking yeah. play some music more. Yeah. That's, That's me with comedy. Like, actually, yeah. I'm not like that. I'm not like, I hope, like, I'm okay if this doesn't happen. I'm like, are you kidding? Like, this has to happen. Yeah. I'll kill myself. That's a good thing. I will it kill doesn't. Myself. That's a very good, uh, it's a very good mindset, though. It's like, yeah. it's the artist, though, uh, you know, where yeah. you, you battle with that constantly. Oh, but it's a very, very good mindset you, to yeah. have because you, like, are totally yeah. investing in the fact that you know you can do it and you need to yeah. have that in order and to make it. And you guys, like, made me miss, like, play music. So mm. once I go home, I think I'm going to pick that back up. Nice, yeah. Because it was awesome. You should what? start a uh, the first Indonesian Smash Mouth cover band. Oh my god, I think that already exists. <laughs> I'm not fuck? kidding. I I recall uh, something vaguely like that when I was like seven years old, and I went, "Wait, this isn't Smash Mouth. These people look like me." Yeah, how is there a market for this? How is there a market for this, man? You There's know. a market for everything, as we've learned during Room Week. There is can, a market yeah. for everything. Yes, yeah, yes. Okay. Um, underwear, specifically. underwear specifically. I don't we really want to. I don't want to get into uh, Visa Watch. It's, <laughs> it's, just, it's just getting depressing, it's just isn't it? Depressing. So depressing. You have to think of a new segment. Yeah. 
And for Don't all watch. you people out there, <laughs> I, I still I still have yet to hear anything. John is yeah, so to hear back. it's not anything for me to report. And yeah. if we report on Aries, it's just going to be depressing. <laughs> so for anyone hoping for a well, visa watch, actually, mm. um, well, actually, I love that. I've just appropriated. Yeah, yeah go ahead, um, white, white boy culture. Yeah, yeah, I can say that shit. My best friend is a white dude. I can say that. <laughs> hey, well, actually, I find that a bit offensive. <laughs> I thought John could be like, oh, I'm your best friend. <laughs> <laughs> no, my best friend came around the other night and I was supposed to watch Constantine and didn't because we ended up watching Emperor's New Groove. All right. Uh, but um arguably a better movie, but go yeah. on. Yeah. No, well <laughs> one actually, had David Spade I in heard, it, you know? Yeah. Well, <laughs> David Spade in it. I heard that, well, so recently John I remember John texted me when a certain headline dropped the other week mm-hmm. about how um Blowjob Johnson's government reversed the decision on Theresa May's like government about like international students so international students I read about it yeah yeah like with Theresa May said that yeah you guys have to leave four months after you graduate now it's back to two years you get like a two-year work it does not apply to me and I literally went this is ass and I cried so hard I am so sorry (laughs) it's okay and then I came into work just angry because I remember I don't remember who it was but somebody was behind the kiosk and was like Ari Ari did you read about this I'm like mate it doesn't apply to me and their face sank and I went how do you think I feel yeah but that does give me hope and like I'm gonna come come back. back like in a year to do my postgrad yeah do it, do it do that's it. the way to do it and then just i'll just back. come back and beg for my old job well, i can yeah. i can jump on the visa watch thing yeah you know, i am not, oh yeah you're oh, portuguese yeah. i am not british you are not brit listeners are very well yeah. I'm portuguese so um and they have the new settlement scheme yeah mm. so i've applied for that me my Did brother you, like, and my pre-settled parents. status or i don't know settled I, I don't think we've heard back. So there you go. Okay. Something you could come back to. Yeah. We are Peter, all uh, immigrants. Peter is. Peter got his like <laughs> in a next day. day. What the fuck? In a and day. he didn't even I know. want it. I'll, I know. I'll call my brother. The he level just, of clout. Care. I hope I got like that yeah. pre settled in bullshit. That's yeah. a nice way for projecting. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, well, P- Peter got it in a day and he was like, yeah, but me and my other friends, they, they took like three days. And I was like, is it. Why? A British citizen now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> British citizen. Tommy, can you imagine if Tommy was overcame a British citizen? Um, speaking of this visa stuff and yeah. Phil's potential, like having updates and stuff, uh, yeah, I guess we can <laughs> go ahead and say oh, yeah. that uh, as Ari decides to move on back to Indonesia, well, I mean, against her will. Um, <laughs> I love how you said yeah. decides yeah. and then yeah. saved it. Yeah, just being like she didn't ask for this. Uh, yeah, uh, she as she goes back we're gonna still of course yeah, just keep in podcast. touch with her yeah. um, the as much as we can <laughs> yeah um but phil actually i've talked to a little bit yeah. might tag team in a little bit yeah. as a co-host at times so, so get yeah. used to his voice i did not agree to this that's you the first time hearing of it what are you, you talking about i talked yeah. to you the other day on the steps me. no no i'm not. yeah <laughs> remember that 30 yeah. seconds you were like would you be up for this sure now it's official bullshit not true not true i did not hit her you did not listen i did not do a podcast Tommy actually said that. He's like, no, 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 I don't do podcasts. <laughs> I don't do this anymore. You know, my PR people. Say no. yeah. Like, yeah. Like they in charge. Yeah. All right. We're going to get into something that's a little bit more upbeat. That's yeah. what you guys had to say. It's user feedback. User feedback. Dun, 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 dun. We have a theme song. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. Phil. <laughs> It'll come in. I know. I've listened to the podcast yeah. oh. every week. <laughs> 
Uh, my good friend Luke Owen from Wrestle Talk, the Screen Stalker. Uh, this is Luke Owen. Uh, if you want to follow him, he said, "Great episode of the, at the PCC podcast this week, talking Friday the Thirteenth and geeking all over the craft. Love it. Thank you. Uh, thanks, Luke. Uh, thanks so much for tweeting that and everything. You, you've got like a really good following and stuff, so it's nice to have people uh, be able yeah. to find us through new means. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah. watch also, the craft. Also, when I jump yeah. on this, it's just going to become a wrestling podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what we were saying. We got to watch out. Warning, like, <laughs> but, but yeah, a, yeah, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Speaking of Luke, <laughs> it's gonna happen. <laughs> Luke, we'll come Luke on, going. you'll Luke. talk about ready to yeah. like rumble every week. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. occasionally it's, it's a good movie, a different character. You know what? Actually, oh, I think it's quite a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, <laughs> and I'm wearing um, my glasses. Yeah. <laughs> Our pal Claire tweeted in a couple times this week, um, and it's kind Hi, of funny. Claire. I had I like to do it, Claire. <laughs> yeah, I had to do it uh, in two parts because she tweeted in two parts, days. which was kind. Of, it, it was just kind of funny for dramatic um, effect. <laughs> so the first one came in kind of late in the evening. I remember seeing it when I was like coming home from rehearsal, and it was like almost midnight. And it was like first the PCC podcast talked about Pringles and made me hungry, and now they're yeah. talking about urban legends and are freaking me out. So yeah. I've concluded. They are a terrible bedtime listening, and uh, they've been paused until the morning. <laughs> uh, and then the next day or two, she uh, replied back, uh, said, The Craft, Ribena, Charm Talk, Urban Myths, and Talk of Halloween this week truly had it all. Yeah. Really well, nice tweet. She's going to love like, the podcast no, during Halloween. Oh, that's yeah. all you guys are going to oh, be talking yeah. about. Oh, yeah. Our Halloween programming already is kinda, like, fire. Just it's getting insane. into it. Yeah. So. Like, I think... Yeah, mm. I've, I've been saying this. The only other holiday people really care about, apart from Christmas throughout the whole year, is Halloween. Mm-hmm. So every yeah. month, I'm more of a that, Christmas guy. Really? Yeah. I think it's debatable that some people even care about Christmas. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. You know? As a Muslim, <laughs> <laughs> actually, yeah. as a Muslim. actually, as a Muslim, I need one, more Eid movies. This was uh, directed towards Ari. Uh, so Will Dunn, oh, hey. the last uh, Gen Xer, seventy six. He uh, tweeted in. After listening to the latest PCC podcast, their discussion about uh, cockroaches in horror movies, here's the three of the best. Oh, yeah. Starting with an early Guillermo del Toro uh, mimic from 1997. I Uh forgot about that film. Yeah. And then the rarely seen The Nest. Which, Which I actually to was going to bring up the nest yeah. on the podcast last week when we were talking about. Which the craft. I see. I've been told to see this. And um, then Creep Show. Yeah, and then the Creep Me Out segment movies. from Creep Show. And then uh, Malcolm, our pal Malcolm, hey, Malcolm. Uh, added to it, Joe's apartment. Oh my yeah. God. So you have plenty of uh, there are lots creepy of... crawly roachy films. There's a market for everything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, um, we'll maybe watch we'll all, maybe watch all of those. I can't it'll just be, special. Yeah. Be like Shark uh, Week. Cockroach, yeah. yeah. Cockroach Week. Cockroach Week, yeah. We need that. Why not? Yeah. Why not? It's a Cockroach Week. Why not? I'll, I'll, I'll get it to Paul. Yeah. Shout out Paul. Shout out Paul. Shout out Paul. Yeah. Got it in there. Men Phil, in Black. Men, Men in Black. Did he turn hey, into a giant? Yeah, 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 it is a bit of a, a roach that's film. That's technically sure. a cockroach movie. Yeah. Okay, I got that's, it. I'm part of the team. I'm yeah. part of the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I bequeath you. <laughs> I'm so happy to be. Yeah. <laughs> so tired. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. This week is Friday the 20th of September. Mm-hmm. First I'm so excited and foremost. First and foremost. Yes. This fucking Friday. Join us for our first ever live Woo! show. Good burger, good home burger. of the good burger. Can I take, take your order? order. Yeah, man. Uh, We'd love to see you. Showing on 35 millimeter. Yeah. Starring Keenan and Kel. 
Who loves orange soda? Come on. I doubt that film is screened anywhere since yeah. it came out. Yeah. I mean, but, yeah. it's gotta, you gotta come. You gotta come. Even if you don't like the film, it's silly. No, it's, it's fun. a great movie. It's and it comes to us. That's yeah. like a cult. It's like one of the last great cult movies. Yeah. yeah and if you so grew up funny. on Nickelodeon. Oh, my God. Like, yeah. It's great. And those guys are so much fun. I mean, it's got yeah. George Clinton in it. <laughs> Which is and the part got, of the Funkadelic. And it's got Sinbad. It's, it's got Sinbad in it. It's got Shaquille O'Neal in it. What more could you want? Yeah. What more could you want? I will. I want to do a Shaq all-nighter. Why doesn't anybody propose <laughs> Deal. this? Steel, Shaq. Oh. Uh, so Steel. Kazam. Kazam. Uh, Kazam. Uh, what's the one? The blue uh, blue chip. Is it blue chip or something like that? I can't remember. It's okay. like him and Nick Nolte. You're yeah. next to it's a, a laptop. basketball film. <laughs> hey, man, I can't be bothered. Google it. I've been doing this too much on the podcast. Yeah, can't be, I, don't, yeah. I, I can't use it up on type, this because yeah. Yeah. Like, I know I'm going to have to use it later, it later. probably. No, don't worry. Wait, speaking um, of Shaq, like a basketball yeah. thing is my pick for this week. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I, know. I requested it and I got it. On Saturday <laughs> morning. The 21st, Saturday the 21st of September. Yeah. We're showing Space Jam, Yeah. Y'all. Oh, my God. I'm if you so, want to like, slam, out of touch with the program. And if am, you want to jam. Welcome to the jam. Yeah, come on and slam and welcome to the jam. Again, genuinely one of my favorite movies. Genuinely? It's same. Full on nostalgia, but I think genuinely funny. I love that movie so much. Michael Jordan killing it. Bill Murray. Yeah. And I love Looney Tunes. Wayne Knight. And they don't make movies like that anymore. Like the 2D live action crowd. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not ready for this LeBron version. No. I don't think anyone's ready. Even the studios, they are never going to make it. I think it should have been LeBron. I think it should have been Blake Griffin because Blake Griffin is genuinely like funny. Which one is in Train He's not a star enough. Trainwreck is um, LeBron. Oh, he's funny in that. Yeah, but Blake Griffin is funnier. They should have just done it with Michael Jordan again. <laughs> yeah. No one is that big. No so one it just is that won't big. Work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There isn't anyone comparable. LeBron, yeah, is, the last, LeBron like, is like the biggest, but it's just he. But there have been movies that have been done with recent NBA stars that aren't like animated crossovers. Like I remember yeah. Thunderstruck. That was with Kevin Durant when he was still out of Thunder. And that was bad. A, yeah. I forget his name. There's some basketball player in the new Nafty Brothers movie, Uncut Ooh. Gem. And he's playing himself. I felt oh. like an interview with him. Okay. Yeah. I'm I so mean, excited for that film, yeah, by the way. Yeah. It's, it's tough like being someone who's like spent your whole entire career just or life just playing basketball. Yeah. To and be then expected to be able to cross over and be good yeah. it's like I mean, uh, you've film, seen yeah. their like interviews post film uh post game post most game, of the time yeah. most of the time they're like just that's abysmal why. so yeah. i can't imagine them being Blake griffin no that's yeah. why he's like been uh, in movies. that's like that mitch Hedberg <laughs> joke when he's like oh when you're a comic you're expected to do yeah, more yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. oh you're a comic so you can can you act can you can, act? You, can you write yeah. write up the script and it's ah. like it's like if you're a really good cook they're like oh can you farm raise us some chicken well we've all seen we've all seen rodney dangerfield's uh films but space jam is great because this is that period of time where um michael jordan started playing baseball <laughs> and they yeah. turned they, that's which is also awesome. yeah. Yeah. yeah really cool the monsters i used to have a monster yeah i used to have a monsters jersey mm. <laughs> with a monster m-o-n <laughs> i was right <laughs> so in there funny. at that time though i was a big like bulls fan like which yeah. most kids were yeah, came out bulls the Jordan time. Was peak, like yeah before you were born <laughs> i get it i get it you're too yeah, young to I reference the chicago bulls <laughs> i grew up watching basketball so no it's one of those uh-huh. like my brother had on i was watching oh, uh, uh, yeah. michael jordan on the washington wizards <laughs> <laughs> um and then yeah, like, yeah, we got a really fun Saturday though, as we said, Space Jam. And but also that, Ferris, Bueller's Ferris Bueller's Day, Day off. off, and then Heather's in the one. evening. Yeah, wow. and Sunday is a good day it's for classic day. films. You got Citizen Kane mm-hmm. and Network. I've never seen that one. Yeah, it's yeah, really good. 
Um, Blinded by the Light is showing on Monday. Oh, uh, yeah. Citizen Kane, uh, Tommy Wynton's favorite film. Just is it? Yeah. yeah. There's just a video of him just, talking think, yeah, about Citizen Kane on YouTube. completely it's, misunderstands it. Yeah, I know. And it's the best video I've ever seen in my life. I think everybody on like film, essay, YouTube, they don't compare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this is mm. beautiful. Sorry. I'll link it. I'll tweet it. Blinded, I'm pretty my, sure you said this on the room episode. Oh, of course I well. did. It's I say like, it every week until people, until people watch it. More you people po- need to see this. Poor guys are just stepping all over blinded by the light. Sorry. I mean, oh, we're doing excited. this for this is the, the Springsteen's yeah. birthday. Come on, boss. guys. It's yeah. for the boss. We should have done the high fidelity. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I can say this on the podcast, so I'll say it now and I'll and ask Paul. I'll cut it out if I can't announce it. But Gurinder Chada, the director, she's going to come intro it. Really? Oh my god, yeah. that's awesome. So if you wanna manager? see her, she uh directed Bindalife Beckham. Beckham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great movie. Great big, movie. Great I watched hit. that really recently. Mm-hmm. It was so good. We I went to a chicken shop with my best friend and it was just on TV and we just stayed there for the whole film. That might be the most London thing you've ever I said, Alex. <laughs> well done. Yeah. You made it. See, um, don't make me leave. <laughs> Tuesday we got Primal Fear. Mm-hmm. Late addition to the program, but so fun good. film. Great so movie. Underrated. Classic. First, Ed, like that's Edward Norton's like first film. Mm-hmm. It, it was really early oh, and he like won a Golden Globe and got nominated for Academy Award. Very similar to the film we'll be yeah. talking about later. Yes. Yeah. Ed Not Norton to give anything my, away. Yeah, yeah, Ed Norton is in my top 10 favorite ads. And just a shout out yeah. for people who like Jurassic <laughs> Park. Wednesday, we've got Jurassic oh, Park yeah, showing David, with yeah, David, David Kep yeah. here live. He's right? a screenwriter of Jurassic Park. He's written a lot of other films and directed some films. He's got a new book called Cold Storage. Um, if you want to meet him, get your get a signed copy of the book. book. Yeah. Uh, it's a first edition copy. Um, just get your ticket to PrinceRawCinema.com. You can see Jurassic Park and hear him in a Q&A with, uh, I think it's Chris Hewitt from the Empire yeah, Podcast so. Uh, before. So that should be pretty fun. And we got some a really big heavy hitter this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was going to talk about it first, but, but man, I can't do it. Uh, you guys also wanted to talk about another film that's not <laughs> coming do. up this week. Yeah, it's the film we talk about all the time. Every time I've been on this podcast. Every time Phil has been on the podcast, or every time Phil and I see each yeah, other anyway. It's eventually, it's yeah. eventually it's creeps into yeah. the conversation. If you guys remember from our Keanu Reeves episode yeah. quite a while oh, back. So that's why you had me back. Yeah, where we had <laughs> Phil on. Mm-hmm. Uh, the two of these guys, Phil and Ari, had like just basically threw Constantine into yeah, the mix, into the into the universe, and yeah. we finally and got kept our writing it on the board. Got our wish, yeah, and it's coming on Wednesday, Wednesday, the ninth of, of October, October. Uh, as part of our Halloween program. Yes, ma'am. Um, we've just got to get into Constantine first before we get into. Let's thing. just get out of the way. I, I apologize. We probably but it's just like it. the 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 thing that's coming up. It makes I my just skin couldn't, crawl. I couldn't, I couldn't put it like first before Constantine. It's a lot because we're going to spend event. a lot of time. Yeah. Yeah. This, is the main, this is yeah. the opening. This is the opening act. And then the next film. Which is a bit out of order for us. Yeah. Mr. Constantine, I'd like to ask you a few questions. I know the circles you travel in, the occult, exorcisms. I need to understand. You don't want to know what's out there. Trust me on this. What if I told you that God and the devil made a wager for the souls of all mankind? I don't believe in the devil. You should. He believes in you. Close your eyes. And whatever happens, don't look. You see them. They see you.
my life. As a suicide survivor, demon hunter John Constantine, played by Keanu Reeves, has literally been to hell and back. Yes, he has. And he knows (laughs) that when he dies, he's got a one-way ticket to Satan's realm. Unless he can earn enough goodwill to climb God's stairway to heaven. Well, when you say it like that, it makes it sound bad. I know. Yeah. <laughs> As while if it helping, isn't already. While helping policewoman Angela Dotson, Rachel, uh, Rachel Weiss, Queen. investigate her identical twin's apparent suicide. Identical twin played by Rachel, Rachel Weiss. <laughs> Constantine becomes caught up. Like. <laughs> Constantine becomes caught up in a supernatural plot involving both demonic and angelic forces, and it's based on the DC Vertigo Hellblazer comics. I can do a little history on that. Of course, yeah? you can. Go ahead. Um, Constantine, created by Alan Moore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Watchmen. Be for that, obviously. Great. If anyone doesn't know, Incredible. during his uh, Swamp Thing run in the yeah. 80s, I think '85, he showed up, and then he got his own series in the late '80s. Um, under Hellblazer, under mm-hmm. the Vertigo imprint, and then like a, a bunch of writers would come in, properly define the character, make it like what people no Constantine know to as, be. Yeah. yeah. Um, the most definitive of is um, Garth Ennis, who created Preacher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did a run in the early nineties, ninety one. Wrote a story arc called Dangerous Habits, mm-hmm. which is what the film, film is, based is based on. on yeah. yeah. Which is Constantine dying of, of yeah. cancer. And yeah. Having to smokes, a lot. Smokes, smokes a lot. Smokes a lot. Smokes a lot. They couldn't look. They couldn't make that movie. Just apparently, he sh- yeah. apparently he's shown uh, smoking thirteen cigarettes in the film. Ooh. Ooh. I can't even actually. The smoke. budget. So did, the budget. So he's yeah. a lot smoker. more. Though. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's a 2005 film. It's directed by Francis Lawrence, who also directed I Am Legend mm-hmm. and three Hunger of the Games. Hunger Games films. He did the Hunger Games, yeah, I know. And yeah, most recently, Red Sparrow. Uh, he rich- did the good Hunger Games movies. The good, yeah, the, the last three. <laughs> the last Because <laughs> um, the first one was just basically Battle Royale. Yeah. <laughs> um, the original title, it was Hellblazer originally. Uh, they changed it because it was a little too, too similar to, to Hellraiser. Hellraiser. Yeah. Everybody knows what a Hellblazer is. Yeah, yeah. everybody <laughs> knows what a Constantine is. It's a blazer that you wear is. in yeah. hell. But also, it was pretty similar to Hellboy, which came out yeah. in 2004. Lots and of Hell people. Also great film. The movies great were film. scheduled to be released within a short period of time, so they decided that having like a similar title might hurt ticket sales. So yeah, they changed how, it to Constantine. How did Constantine do? I'm, I'm not sure. I uh, think it did yeah. very well. Good interesting well. that you should ask that. So yeah. the film grossed 230.9 million Holy worldwide shit. on a budget, of- probably mostly in like the <laughs> Where, Asia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. completely. Yeah, yeah. Because Tilda Swinton's um, in it. Yeah, and <laughs> <laughs> kidding. That was too easy. Sorry, too easy. Asian Queen. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a hundred hundred million dollar budget. Um. Are you like air yeeting yourself or whatever? Yeah, um, yeah it was a $100 million budget. So it did really well. Yeah, it did. Um, it's a great movie. It's pretty but I feel like no one has fucking no one seen, has it. seen it. Like, I, of, I, I put I it remember, on TV. Yeah, I saw this in English class. Really? Yeah, yeah. My English teacher. What educational value does this movie have? <laughs> I don't remember the context, but my English teacher, who's one of my favorite people in the whole world, we had like a whole week where we had to like, we were learning about films. Like, we were learning how to analyze films. And um, this was one of them. Because he really liked this film. But Great then the, the the film that we watched after that, I think, was like The Boy in Striped Pajamas or something. Holy shit, what I double know, bill. Yeah. I know. I find it very weird that that would be used for an English class because like... It's terrible. One, <laughs> the, yeah, it's kind of a weird script. I think it's because we were talking about comic book adaptations. Plus everyone, particularly Keanu Reeves, he's always talking kind of like this. Oh, like, he's kind of hard to even understand. What's happening? Anyway. Wait, what's happening? Shia LaBeouf was in it, so... But that's strange. Shia LaBeouf. 
And Chad, yeah, the yeah, driver. Chaz. They just really didn't even give him, him. a proper intro at mm-hmm. all. But and then he just comes in and does something really badass, and you're just kind of like, mm, you know okay, what? well, I give like him that an intro. Bit where he like backs up. up the taxi. Do you know what's yeah. really weird? I like I'll jump. Then. I'll play yeah, it here. Go for it. But can I would I didn't have time to rewatch the movie. Yeah, this, oh. this week obviously. So I didn't get time to rewatch. No, but I've seen um the other one a lot. This one I've seen a lot too. But like, uh, let me just reread the Wikipedia just so I get an idea of the plot, because that's why I don't actually remember. Yeah. And then at the end, there's a post credit scene that I've never seen. I've never I've, yeah. And I've seen it like a five ten times. times. So spoil it? Can I spoil it? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I didn't watch it. I turned off the uh, well. I watched the film, but I turned off the uh, so, film during the credits. But Charlotte yeah, Booth's character scene. died. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. one of the best death scenes ever. He just gets thrown yeah, like, yeah, up yeah. and down. Very funny. Um, he comes back in a post credit scene. Oh, does he? Oh, because Constant- it sets up. Was it going to set up a sequel? No, Constantine just comes to his grave and then uh, things showed up and he's like, dude, I've been a half-breed this whole time. I'm actually an angel. Oh, I just, I didn't God. think you were ready to hear it yet. Yeah. Uh, I didn't actually die. What I a little dweeb. I love it. He's so great in that. He's so great. Just like his so driver. Yeah. Speaking of sequels Back and stuff though, why didn't they make a sequel to this though? Like, I, I know, know it's not it's not the greatest film, but, but it, it's, it's great. far worse films to get sequels. Yeah. You know, it's very fun. It's so much um, well, they tried to it do lends the itself show, a lot to a which sequel. Was equally the show is oh, the show the, is bad. But the show is straight, But it's like, doing well like, and talk, I don't like talking it. about like okay, this is a comic book adaptation. Yeah. This is a weird example of because I'm a comic book fan. Yeah, yeah. So, but I'm open to interpretation of yeah. it. This is nothing like the comic. No, not yeah. at all. Not, not not even story wise, that's pretty dead on and theme and like mood. I think but the tone, character Yeah, they're really tonally different. it's there, but the yeah. character is completely different. And the comic Constantine is the Brit I think he's Gautner, the British guy. Yeah. He's yeah. modeled after thing, he's got blonde yeah, yeah. hair. Yeah. And then this one he's like Keanu Reeves and it's like it's set in Chicago or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And it shouldn't work, that should piss you off, but it actually it really works really great. well. Yeah. I think it's it works Keanu really Reeves well. is cool. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I think I originally really love they racial vice in this, by the yeah. way. Like she's amazing. She, I think originally they kept it as like him in the original script, he was just going to be British. Can you imagine but, Keanu Reeves doing a Scottish like, accent? Mm, I I don't know what made I him really Dracula. change it, but I think there was no reaction from it, so they were like, All right, whatever, let's just no, it works. Yeah. Yeah. Just I, turning, can you yeah, imagine if he was Scouse in Dracula? <laughs> <laughs> um, the Spear Destiny in the film, though, was yeah. actually, speaking of Hellboy earlier, same prop they used in mm-hmm. Hellboy. It's a reoccurring MacGuffin in like, yeah. Supernatural Horror movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, know what that this is. this was funny. The original script had hell depicted as a black void with the floor covered in oil. That's, That's no visually fun. interesting. Yeah. That's no um, fun. Maybe that's yeah. what Donald Trump was tweeting about they yesterday. They were thinking about cooking oil, so it's still clear. Yeah. It's not- their, their version of hell is incredible. Yeah, it's incredible. That bit yeah. where, like, you know, he's climbing on demons, yeah. catching the hospital bracelet. Yeah. And you see the sister, like, constantly reliving yeah. her death. Like, yeah. that's her punishment. She's damned to relive yeah, it. Her, yeah, yeah, yeah. Over and over. Over um, and over. And it's that whole thing of... Uh, like that was such a like mid 2000s trend yeah. of like making oh, hell or some sort of like it was really red and it was really fiery it, yeah i yeah. think south park movie like nailed it yeah yeah I think yeah, it had completely. Change yeah i actually really loved what they did with hell in this film particularly that one scene where there was like the layer below because yeah. i love the idea of dante's it's like dante's inferno. inferno the yeah, layers yeah. of seven layers of hell and there was like the layer below with all these people just like climbing over yeah. top of 
But the actual top layer that Constantine was walking across, and then you could see uh, Isabel, the twin sister, mm -hmm. like reliving her death. Um, that look was based off an old nuclear test footage, okay. uh, specifically sudden shockwave immediately after the blast that disintegrated anything in its path. Whoa. So that's why it was like the crumbling landscape mm -hmm. that they had with all the cars and everything in the buildings. Which was, was super really cool. cool. I thought it was really Which cool was looking. Cool. Um, yeah, if you were raised like a good Catholic boy like myself <laughs> yeah. until I reached the age of reading, um, this movie is it, what you saw how it is. It, like, yeah, like, and it played with so many, yeah, of like oh, so much of the dogma, yeah, yeah, and like keeps to the rules, yeah, pretty much like the whole setup but it's of the also movie. Updated in the sense that I think it sticks to it, keeps up with what like the way Earth has changed because I feel like, yeah, like at least how I grew up, I remember just thinking hell's gonna be like backwards AF, you know what I mean? Like everything's gonna be rocky and caves and stuff, but this was like, oh, actually it can be crumbling cities. Yeah, yeah. Mm. They know what buildings are. Kind of like, like the, kind of <laughs> like the real world in Matrix. Yeah, they have cars. Yeah. Well, I kind of like the idea where- um, All the cars are like Fiat 500s or something, I don't know. Where Ford Constantine yeah. was yeah. explaining about heaven and hell to, um, uh, what's her name? Angela. Angela, Angela yeah. Uh, the, earth was stuck in between it and that like hell was there on one side and heaven was on the other yeah. side and it was just like basically it could just be kind of the same plane but yeah. it's just like a, a different you know, version yeah and they the but there dimension. are like rules and the whole premise is yeah that, um like heaven and hell are basically at war for yeah. people's souls but now demons are like actually breaking through into mm -hmm. the real world that's mm -hmm. how that sets up yeah and that great opening scene with the the mirror and the oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that's one of my favorite and he like scenes. flips off the demon and yeah. throws it that's onto chad and car yeah i love that and that's like chad like that's a really good introduction to chad yeah exactly um, what do you do to my car <laughs> i absolutely loved uh at the end when lucifer appears yeah and at first, Keanu was calling him Lou, but it was played by hey, Peter uh, Stormare. Yeah, Peter Stormare, which, which, which we talked about. The way he recently. was dressed, my God. He is a perfect Lucifer, in my yeah. opinion. He's so creepy in any film he's ever And he in. kind of saves him. Yeah, yeah he does, yeah. yeah, yeah which is does. really cool. Um, like the bad guy's an angel. Yeah. yeah. According to an interview uh, that he did with the AV Club, Peter Stormare said that uh, he came up with his own costume design for the Ooh, appearance of Lucifer. That's fire. Which was the off-white linen suit with which tar awesome. dripping down his feet. Oh, um, which I thought was really, like, I was just like, this is so weird and creepy. And then that's when I saw so his good. face, I was like, oh, of course, it's, it's Peter Stormare. No, the art design. Like, yeah, the, yeah, the art design is oh, interesting. insane. Yeah, apparently they wanted him to wear leather pants and have fire. a bare chest. Um, why would, and the collar with spikes. <laughs> what? And then he has like lots of chest hair and <laughs> yeah. horns. Like I don't know. Maybe they were wanting him to go like back to his sort of nihilist uh, in Big Lebowski. Sort of, uh, <laughs> we believe in nothing, Lebowski. Uh, <laughs> we believe in nothing. Why Lebowski, is the money except Lebowski? For my, except for my leather pants. Yeah. Um, and can we we can't not talk about the angel Gabriel. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's the only thing I really like. Tilda Swinton. Yeah, me too. She's like that's androgynous. Yeah. Angel. She looks real angel cool. Gabriel, yeah. real cool. And she gets a harsh ending. She gets her wings yeah. burned off. Yeah. Which is so like. And she just was powerful. She was so symbolic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She just refused it. Like Constantine is quite a tragic figure. Like mm. he, they tell up his backstory. He's a kid who can see into the other planes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He demons and angels and stuff. And that's it, why he's so good at his job. And that's it, why that is his job. Exactly. And it messes him up and it haunts him as a child. So he tries to kill himself when he's like 13. Mm. Uh, and his soul goes to hell. But then the paramedics revive him like two minutes later. Yeah. But his soul is now it belongs due. To, it belongs yeah. to hell. Like yeah. he is damned. So yeah. he spent the rest of his life like trying to do good. Like casting out demons yeah. and saving souls in order to buy his way into heaven. Yeah. And he finds out he's dying. 
in the yeah. movie from Kanchna, obviously, Kanchmoka. Um, and he goes to the angel Gabriel and she's like, I can't help you. You're trying to get to heaven for selfish yeah. reasons. You are yeah. damned. You are not going yeah. anywhere. You are doomed to go to hell. And how they twist that at the end yeah. is one of my favorite endings Completely. It's a in really a movie interesting, like, It's a really interesting conversation to have anyway because other than like, I mean, The Good Place does it, but they do it in a really comedic way and their focus is in heaven, but they do this in a way that like, yeah, if you know you're going to be damned for eternity to hell, would you do anything about it if you could? Mm -hmm. And that sort of, again, yeah, and then that becomes a whole discussion about your sort of moral, I don't know, like. Are you a good person yeah, if are you're you expecting a, a reward? Would, yeah, at the, at the end. end of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you but can yeah. see Constantine on Wednesday, the 9th of October, like mm-hmm. we said earlier, at Please 9 p.m. Please come see if it. You on 35 millimeter as well. Yeah, if you haven't seen a company, it's definitely worth it. It's, yeah, worth, it's definitely seeing worth seeing it on the big screen as well. Yeah. How much fun you're going to like, have. Like, we we have, like, ragged on it just a tad bit. It is a bit silly, but you're going to have a good time. I enjoyed it. I've like, thousand comic book movie where yeah. they're trying done, to figure but it out. But it's done really well. Mm-hmm. And if you're a fan of, like, sort of that sort of mid-2000s, early-2000s X-Men films, I feel like it fits very similar. Similar, the vibe, hell, yeah. uh, similar vibes to Guillermo Guillermo del Toro films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's very, very of that era. Looks similar. It's more Hellboy than Daredevil. Yeah, yeah definitely. It's more yeah. Help- oh, Daredevil. I'll give you that. Oh. It's very, very fun. He would, um, he'd make a good anything. Sure. All right. We got to get to the big film that's shown this week from Friday. The big heavy hitter. Yeah. Big heavy Literally hitter. Literally heavy hitter. <laughs> Lots of hitting in this movie. From this Friday, the 20th of uh, September, September, showing for an entire week. We shouldn't really talk about it. <laughs> We're not supposed to be talking We're about this. We're not supposed to be talking about it. It's, it's breaking rule. all the rules. Breaking literally the first yeah. two rules. It's uh, yeah, a film whose first and second rule just is continue to be broken over and, and over, over and over again across film school and mm-hmm. college campuses around the world. Yeah. It is Fight Club. It's a film called Soap. <laughs> <laughs> it's a film called Soap. The first rule of Fight Club is, you do not talk about Fight Club. second rule of Fight Club is, you do not talk about Fight Club. Let me tell you about Tyler Durden. He had a plan. To what purpose? For what greater good? In Tyler, we trusted. This is your first night at Fight Club. You have to fight. I want you to hit me as hard as you can. What? So a depressed man named Edward Norton. No, he's (laughs) a depressed man. He's called the narrator. After suffering from insomnia, he finds himself frequenting support groups for various illnesses until he meets a strange soap salesman named Tyler Tyler Durden. Durden. He's played by Brad Pitt. Mm. After his perfect apartment is destroyed, the man moves in with Tyler, and the two form an underground club with strict rules and fight other men who are fed up with their mundane lives. Oh, I love the gay subtext. Yeah. Mm. Their perfect partnership phrase when Tyler's agenda f- for Fight Club becomes revealed, and Marla, Marla Singer, who's played by Helena Helen Bonham Carter, Carter, a fellow uh, support group crasher, 
attracts Tyler's attention oh. mm. by O.D. Yeah, <laughs> it's or a ask, yeah. <laughs> 1999 cult classic. It's directed by David, David Fincher. Fincher, the king himself. The Finch. Yeah. The it Finch. was uh, based on Chuck Polinick's 1996 novel of the same mm. name. Um, it was adapted to the screen by Jim Mules. Uh, strangely, the only other notable film that he has is 2008's Jumper. <laughs> Which is uh, That's not a bad movie. Either. Yeah, no, it's just crazy that he hasn't done That's a hell of a lot only more. Other yeah, in between, that... he's done I a few he's like other a... things, yeah. but it's just like mostly shorts and some things you'd never really maybe heard like of. Maybe like a like nothing. Like a Hollywood script doctor, like show yeah. like okay. ages. Yeah. Really interesting, or maybe Goals. maybe people don't like him. I don't know. <laughs> maybe he doesn't want to make yeah. anything, huh, John? Maybe he doesn't need to. Yeah, exactly. I mean, after Fight Club, Fight Club yeah, Fight Club? he might have made it on money. You're the dude that wrote Fight Club. Don't do anything ever. No, what's the point? Kept pretty faithful to the book. Though there were some differences, mm-hmm. particularly with the ending and stuff. Yeah. But uh, have you guys ever read the book? I have I it. Have, I haven't yeah. read it. I've not read the book either. How did um, I go? Apart from the ending, it's pretty faithful to me. Anyway, I can't re- yeah. even remember the ending to the book. Yeah, I do want to try to keep us it's, from talking too much about the ends because I feel like that's the part of I, Fight Club in general. Okay. Um, but the rules of Fight Club. The number one is if you don't talk about Fight Club. Rule number two, you don't talk about Fight Club. Um, and those <laughs> rules are pretty, I think, apparent because, like, if you've seen the film, you don't talk, you don't about, talk how it about it. Ends. But who hasn't seen the film? Lots of people. A lot of people, maybe. If you're listening to this and you're coming to watch it, you've seen it. All yeah, right. What I will true. say, okay, I'll do this. But we'll skip it. If yeah. you uh, work around, we might get into the the ending a little bit. If you've never seen Fight Club, turn off this podcast right now. Go, go watch, watch Fight it. Just in case. Come see it here. Yeah. And then come turn us back on and we'll talk about the film. Obviously but definitely come watching. back because yeah. we got some interesting stuff to talk about. Because I was going to talk we about do. watching yeah. it again after already yeah. knowing the ending. Okay. And also what I realized about this film is that I've seen it so many times growing up that I can still quote it. I yeah. haven't seen it in like three years I and I watched it again earlier. last night and I was like, I know every single word. That's what I was saying to, yeah. to you earlier. I was just like, I was going to rewatch it, but like, I've seen it so many times. So I know it times. pretty yeah. well, like yeah. off by heart almost. So like it's good. I'm prepared. I'm I'll prepared. say one thing about the ending. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. We, we've given everyone this is your last warning. Turn Excellent. it off. Turn. Go watch the film. And we'll work and come back. Them. And we'll work backwards. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it is one of the best endings in oh, the yeah. film. And yeah. the best music cue yeah. yep. in a film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't remember anything about that movie, you remember, you remember the song yeah, that played at, at the, the end. end. Yeah. yeah. And the image and the line. At the one they're fed, holding hands. They're holding hand. It's beautiful. Yeah, that's it. And then we... Yeah, oh, I had a, I had a dream once where I like I got shot in the head, similarly to how like he did, and then the I sur- yeah, and then I survived, and I just walked around, just like I went to work, like that was my dream. I was like, oh, stop guys. <laughs> you became Brad Pitt. <laughs> yeah, I am Jack Searing Bullet Wound. <laughs> oh, speaking of us, uh, we were talking about snacks earlier, and speaking Ooh. of Jack. Um, his <laughs> yeah. name isn't Jack, ladies his name and gentlemen. Jack. His no, name is the narrator. narrator. Yeah. He doesn't really have a name. Jack but, is the character um, of the book he's reading yeah. in the film. But I am Jack's guilty pleasure. We have flapjacks. Ooh. Mini flapjacks for snack time today. Yeah. I wasn't going to leave you hanging with just me drinking a limb sip. Um, oh. But yeah, feel free to have some of these bullshits. <laughs> I am Jack's snacking problem. Um, I'm going to keep that in. As, I like, got to put the mic down just to open Yeah. Uh, author Chuck Polinick uh, stated that he found the film to be an improvement on the, over the novel, which okay. is pretty interesting, right? Um, that never happens. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I'll go through a few like fun bits about the film, and then we'll kind of get into the heaviness of things that we need to talk about with this film. Oh, thanks, man. Um, 
So, you know, in the short scene where they are drunk and they're hitting golf balls, yeah. like, and stuff, apparently they were actually really drunk. Brad Pitt and Edward Norton were really Iconic. drunk during that. Um, also, the scene where they're going around and they're hitting um, cars? cars with yeah, baseball bats. Weren't they a sponsor of the film? Wasn't it like a... Um, Maybe so, but there was a... Product placement thing, and Finch was like, okay, I'll fucking feature your product. Yeah. But also, there was a big thing with the fact that they were uh, VW bugs. Yeah. Because apparently this was the new bug. Because uh, I don't know if the listeners out there remember, but like you see them now everywhere. But back in the day, which you'll still see every so often, the old VW bug was like a really cool classic car. Yeah. It was like a bit of a symbol to have one like you're a cool guy if you had a old VW bug, a super beetle or something. Um, but then in the around the time this film came out in the 98 99 period that's when the new bug came out and it was the new bug for a new millennium like and new they coke. Were just, yeah they were horrible looking and Brad Pitt and uh Edward Norton hated yeah. them and they both realized they hated them and when they were like oh well we got to do a scene where we're hitting cars can we hit a bug <laughs> <laughs> like please I love that please. scene <laughs> I love that scene I love because that's I think it's it's my favorite thing about that scene is they just like laugh they stop they look at each other and then that car comes out from the back and I'm like that's the most wholesome these two have ever been throughout this entire film yeah that and, and when he punches him in the ear yeah I find oh, that moment speaking quite of that. and the, and the uh, my, one of my favorite scenes the fucking kiss on the hand and then the yeah chemical burn that's one of my yeah. favorite scenes we'll go into that in a bit yeah um, they learned to make soap for this movie yeah mm-hmm. they which did, is the ultimate yeah. missing the point act method act of bullshit yeah <laughs> <laughs> That um, and Jared Leto sending people use condoms. The the scene, <laughs> sorry, you the scene where he hits Brad Pitt in the air. Edward Norton hits Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. Um, he was actually going to fake hit him, but before they <laughs> did real. the scene, David Fincher pulled Norton aside and told him to hit him For in real. the ear. Right in the so ear, man. Yeah. You can see uh, Norton sort of smiling a little bit, mm-hmm. and Brad Pitt is actually in pain. So yeah. Um, also, the scene. <laughs> The scene where they're uh, trying to do things to get in, you know, you know when uh, Tyler's like, this week your yeah, your your assignment is to like get in a fight with someone, Some, like pick a fight with a stranger, oh, yeah, guy with a hose. I love that and dude. lose, yeah, yeah. Get, pick a fight with a stranger and lose. Yeah, so the scene where he's the guy is spraying the priest the with the yeah, hose, yeah, yeah. the camera's like sort of shakes a little bit, and that's because like the cameraman Was couldn't laughing. stop laughing. It's such a funny. <laughs> thing. It's funny. It's like <laughs> that movie. <laughs> like, funny. The, the priest is like uh, like punched him back. And goes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. I really I really do like that scene. Yeah. Um. Uh, this is a really funny one as well. The original pillow talk scene mm. with Marla saying, I want to have... <laughs> Originally, she said, I want to have your ab- abortion. <laughs> <laughs> what a oh, line. so sweet. Yeah, yeah. but this was, uh, <laughs> this was objected to by Fox 2000 Pictures president, Fox, man. Uh, Laura Ziskin. Uh, David Fincher said that he would change it. That was like the most romantic way to say, I want to have your babies. <laughs> yeah. Or not. <laughs> or not, yeah. I'm going to use that. <laughs> so... David Fincher made an agreement with Laura Ziskin that basically said that, like, I'll change a line, mm-hmm. but this new line can't be cut. Okay, and so like, the replacement whatever. line was the one that actually ended up in the film was, I haven't been fucked like that since grade school. Oh my it's God. worse. Yeah. The line is yeah. worse. And when it's Ziskin heard the new line, she became outraged and asked for the original line to put back <laughs> in, but Fincher refused because he yeah. made the deal. Yeah. Uh, and also, apparently, they when they gave that line to Helen Bottom Carter, She's British, so grade school doesn't really 
translate, translate yeah, well. Yeah. Primary school. Uh, but when she found out that it meant primary, primary school, school, she was like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't know what great school is. I don't like this movie anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we'll get into that. Um, I just said that Edward Norton and Brad Pitt uh, learned how to make soap. They yeah. also took basic lessons in boxing, taekwondo, and grappling. Hot. Study hours of UFC programming. And uh, prior to principal photography, Pitt had his uh, dentist remove a cap on a chipped tooth. Like uh, Jim Carrey in Dumb and mm-hmm. Yeah. Edward Norton also uh, lost uh, 17 to 20 pounds for the role. Because he beat up like really heavy yeah, for, for American a, History yeah. X like the year before. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, mad yeah, so then he basically had to lose a, a lot of it. That's good because yeah. he looked kind of thickly and gr- yeah. and the whole yeah, film is like green palette. And he gets and like worse and worse as the filming goes on. Yeah. So I'm assuming he was losing it as they were as making they were the film. Making mm-hmm. yeah. And Brad Pitt just yeah. looks better. Yeah. yeah. Better, until Ooh. he's like shaved in the head. Mm-hmm. He looks pretty good with a shaved Still, head yeah. too. It's one of those things like the like the late nineties was such a look for Brad Pitt because he the like, frosted tips the yeah the frosted hair. tips the the low key goatee that he eventually gets rid of thank God I just yeah. watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood yeah. and I'm all for Brad Pitt I'm here not, for Brad Pitt yeah exactly oh my God I'll just watch him in anything so this I've always nice liked to, Brad Pitt a yeah, lot me too. Once Upon a Time in underrated. Hollywood triggered me watching the Ocean's Eleven's movies again just because I wanted more Brad mm. Pitt I still haven't seen them. Really? I should watch the first one. Oh, man. I've seen the Rat Pack version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not good. Well, speaking Not of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, yeah. the visible breath in uh, in the cave scene, you know, when yeah, yeah, he yeah. goes into the cave. Doesn't he you find your power animal? Power animal. And his power animal is it's a, a penguin. penguin. So cute. It's all this CGI. Apparently, well, one, that Very scene timbering. was yeah. put in and made all CGI and weird because... David Fincher kind of wanted the viewer to know, hey, things are about to get weird. Yeah. Like, this isn't me warning you, yeah. Um, but also that visible breath that you see is recycled from Leonardo DiCaprio's breath in Titanic, oh. which was composited not into real? the shot. Yeah. That's so weird, because I was just it's watching fucking uh, The Social Network. Yeah, and amazing. The scene, the great movie, but then the mm-hmm. scene where Andrew Garfield and Jesse Eidenberg is... Yeah, outside and talking, they're like, and like, oh, yeah, yeah, and like, oh I, cold acting, and the the breath is so fake. So yeah, fake. and I'm just like, they don't do this anymore. They don't like actually let them be cold. Yeah. Um, and then I thought of that scene in the Fight Club, but I was like, but that's not real either. That's <laughs> Apparently not. Like, maybe it's just yeah. done better. Very weird. Yeah. Um, sorry, I'm just mad. still trying to plow yeah, through weird. these quick little sure. things yeah. before yeah, we before get into we get the into meat. Uh, Bob, who's played by Meatloaf. Yeah. His name is Robert Paulson. His name is Robert Paulson, guys. Uh, he breaks a rule during Fight Club, um, during the fights. Uh, one of the rules is that you're not supposed to wear a shirt. Yeah. No shirts allowed. Because he didn't want us to show his bitch tits. Well, that's not that exactly the reason. They call them bitch tits. I yeah, remember they did call them bitch tits, yeah. God, fucking damn. Um, he didn't wear his, I mean, he wore a shirt basically because he had a fat suit. Yeah, and, and then. I mean, this moves. isn't this isn't today's day and age. They would have just CGI'd the shit out of that. Yeah. But um, they didn't today. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So his fat this suit isn't today was today's CGI. Yeah. Look at that penguin. <laughs> yeah, seriously, his uh, fat suit though uh, was made with bird seed, and oh, apparently, so could see, yeah, like, well, and it would hang really like oh, okay. well and stuff. And apparently, it weighed like over a hundred pounds. Holy and Meatloaf's shit. a big guy anyway. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. It's nuts, but yeah, um, far cry from Eddie. You know. Yeah, yeah, in uh, Rocky, Rocky Horror. Horror. <laughs> well, so oh, one God, of my yeah. favorite Meatloaf roles. And Pick of Destiny. Yes. Yeah. Uh, a funny one with the game episode that we had where uh-huh. there was a bit of haggis shown up in every scene. Yeah, or a lot of scenes. Yeah, the DP, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, in this film, uh, David Finch claimed that... It's uh, a dick. It's lots of <laughs> it, dick. There's a lot of dick. Yeah. A lot of dick. Yeah. Every but frame of dick. 
apparently in every every shot in the movie there's a bit of uh starbucks coffee you do see it a lot yeah. but apparently because if you look around man. Ah, yeah man, this is so anti capitalist man <laughs> yeah well the <laughs> thing is so they did destroy a coffee shop in the film and that was apparently starbucks? a starbucks but Good. starbucks Big didn't mood. want their name on it um they didn't mind the that a film that was anti you know consumerism, consumerism. and capitalism and stuff had like their cups everywhere mm-hmm. but they didn't want um their their name of a building being destroyed <laughs> so they changed the name i can't remember what it was it will only encourage <laughs> it will only encourage people yeah we'll get into it we'll get like, into this you know, yeah God. fight club is one of those movies where yeah. people take the wrong message yep. completely um, makes me so mad. This was really funny. I did notice this uh, in the scene where Tyler's giving the inspirational speech to the Fight Club members, and he says, "Which is the famous line: We've all been raised on television mm-hmm. to believe that one day we'd be millionaires and movie gods and, and rock, rock stars. stars." And right when he says "rock star," he looks specifically at Angel, Angel Face. Yeah, Jared, Jared, Jared Leto. Uh, if nothing else, you'll love this movie because Jared Leto gets fucking face he kicked in. Yeah. Fucking. Yeah. Which I have some stuff to talk about yeah. when it comes to that. I feel like we keep saying that, so I'm gonna get through this. Real quick. Yeah. Uh, according to Helen Bottom Carter, she based her performance of Marla, a uh, singer, on Judy, Judy Garland. Okay. Uh, to- particularly towards the later stages of her life. And David Fincher even called her Judy on set. Ooh. And a funny thing that she used to do, which she would get like her um, makeup artist to do her makeup with her left hand. So mm. it looked all yeah, it fucked, look fucked up. Cool. Because yeah. she was like, Marla wouldn't like That's do her idea. makeup properly. Yeah. yeah, of course. That's really cool. Yeah. She bought that dress at the dollar store. Um, I yeah. love that. I love Marla. Uh, so there's a scene where the Tyler and the narrator meet at the bar and their conversation just starts. They start talking about consumer yeah. consumers and all that. After, yeah, yeah his happening. Ikea dreamland. Yeah, exactly. So I thought this as well when I was watching it. But like, yeah, the um, conversation, like it really resembles his monologue that he gives Bruce Willis in uh, 12 Monkeys, oh, which yeah. is uh, Terry Gilliam's okay. film mm-hmm. from 1995. Yeah. You should check it out. If you like uh, Fight Club film. and you've never seen 12 Monkeys, you should check it out because it's very much like... Tyler Durden could be that same character. (laughs) Uh, Potential casting options Uh, for Tyler Durden. One one that stuck out for Tyler Durden, uh, Russell Crowe. Oh, what? Uh, I just see him as Valjean now. (laughs) There's quite a few for Marla. Uh, Courtney Love. Winona oh. Ryder. Oh, uh, oh, that would have been Reese Witherspoon. N- mm. uh, Sarah Michelle Geller. That would have been kind of cool. Janine Garofalo. Daphne. Yeah. Uh, a very funny one here. Julia Louise Dreyfus. I think she would have been, been great. Been f- it would have been, been weird. Been funny. Yeah, it but apparently she didn't know who David Fincher was, so she was like, <laughs> <laughs> "That's really funny." That all those women. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they were obviously going for a look. Yeah. That's Hell weird. No. They're, they're a few really interesting choices. Yeah. But it's no, one of those. And a few of those would have been yeah. good. But mm-hmm. like, it's it one of those cast. It's perfectly cast. I yeah. can't, I can't imagine anyone else playing those characters. Yeah. Well, I don't want anyone else playing. Well, Helen and Bottom Carter ended up getting the role because of her performance in Ian Softley's Wings of the Dove. Mm. Yeah. So for the narrator role, you had Matt Damon and Sean Penn were potential. Sean options. Penn would have been hot. <laughs> Um, Even though, like, the narrator's supposed to be the sickly, gross motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. oh, it would have fit. Matt Damon's too. Matt Damon's too. Like Matt Damon. Yeah, well, it was sort whole, of an interesting ooh. time for uh, things. All these guys were up for similar roles at yeah, the time. Yeah. So um, you had, I think it was, was it uh, Man on the Moon? I think that uh, Edward Norton was up for, uh, and 
he ended up losing that to Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. Um, they Can both. They Jim both. Carrey Jim Carrey at the now. They flopped. Jim Carrey is Martha Singer. <laughs> um, uh, they both performed really well in their um, in their auditions and stuff, but they ultimately came down because Jim Carrey was a bigger, bigger box name, office yeah. draw. So they got him to do Andy Kaufman. And a legit the comedian, like you should get a comedian to yeah. play a comedian. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and it's fucking one of Jim Carrey's best roles. For sure, ever. for sure. Uh, Matt Damon obviously was up oh, for Damon. yeah. Mark Damon. Yeah. yeah, talented Mr. Ripley. Ripley. Same year. Uh, yeah. Also, Edward Norton was up for that role as well. Oh, but Matt no. Damon ended they up getting friends. it. They were yeah. all friends. They were buddies. I really so, yeah. want to see a photo of Ed Norton and Brad Pitt now. We're hanging out yeah. together now. Yeah. They look the same. Yeah. <laughs> the guy who started the I Am Robert Paulson speech yeah. was Holt McCallany, McCall- uh, however you say his name, but he plays Bill Teach on Mindhunter. Yeah, Bill Tench, yeah. Oh, Bill yeah, Tench, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I reckon that. Yeah. Um, Great character. Mindhunter is perfect. Sorry. Just got to get that out there. That's one of Fincher's like, best works. Yeah. He should just stick Fincher to doing too. TV. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was a struggle not, with marketing and stuff uh, for the film, obviously, because people don't buy soap. What it's about, okay. <laughs> what the film's about, and everything. Yeah. You can't, you uh, can't give it away. It's like yeah, the you Matrix. Can't, yeah. yeah. Where the whole marketing around the Matrix yeah. was like, okay, you Mystery. just got to watch yeah, the Matrix to get it. it. Yeah. And same thing with Fight Club. Well, this next uh, sentence is very uh, important to people who may interpret this film wrong mm. fincher really wanted to play up the comedic and satirical elements of the film yeah uh so he made it actually a few yeah. commercials uh that were called they, they're called internet spots on the dvd i will try to remember to link internet these spots. into the uh and when i tweet out about this i'll try to tag these in yeah um but yeah they're really good examples where he was headed in his mind but the studio just produced a bunch of trailers that glorified the fighting element of things. Like drive. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Fincher particularly was mad when he saw the trailers airing during WWF and UFC programming. Oh, no. oh shit. <laughs> oh, that's literally the wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's the wrong crowd. Yeah. Uh, the budget was $63 million. Um, the box office in America was only $37 million. Uh, worldwide, it made $100.9 million, uh, which... You know, it made its money back worldwide, but it, it was actually just a bit of a flop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. great film. Yeah, Sorry. through word of mouth, it became a cult hit, and it made over fifty-five million dollars in video sales. I was going to say, I bet it was a huge video. Yeah. Of course, I can imagine yeah. kids like taking that out. Yeah, like, every yeah. Week. yeah. And I remember that when it came out, I was, uh, God, I would have been like um, ten or eleven yeah. or something like that. I do It'd remember like, when yeah, it came out, yeah. and I remember the years that followed, like when I got into high school and stuff. Like, man, people were really, really talking about Fight, Fight Club, Club yeah. all the time. Uh, that was well, still when I was in high school. Like we, like I would sit around with my friends and watch Fight Club. I remember one of my yeah. favorite times watching it. We were on our way to a debate competition, and we were stuck in hella traffic. And my friend Salmon just pulled out his laptop, and we just watched Fight Club. Yeah. And then I was like, "This gets us riled up. We're gonna win." <laughs> you should watch it before a gig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen um, to rap music and just play that monologue back. Like, <laughs> I am Tyler Durden. You buy shit you don't need you to impress people you don't, you don't like. like. All right, oh, one final thing sense. before we get into like the meat and potatoes. Meat um, and potatoes, uh, which they do so not was, eat in this. There was a. Do they eat anything? No, they <laughs> smoke. They don't yeah. use the toilet. They don't. Yeah, they don't do anything. They use. Well, the Edward toilet. Norton used the toilet in the film. Apparently, he actually was naked in that scene from uh, waist down. Toilet. And Fincher was like, "What, really? You were?" And he was <laughs> like, "Yeah, didn't you notice I didn't go to the toilet <laughs> at all the rest of that day?" <laughs> so there's an infamous incident that happens uh it was the friday that the film was released in america films tend to come out on fridays uh new films um and 
Rosie O'Donnell, who used to have old controversial Rosie. Mm. She had a TV show around the time. And uh, she had seen the film earlier in the week. And she said that she was unable to sleep ever since. Oof. And then she proceeded to give away the plot twist ending. Oh, oh my God. And then she no. like urged all viewers to avoid the movie at all costs. Is that why I flopped? So, but that's the uh, Streisand effect. If you tell people not to do they're something, gonna they're going to want to do it. <laughs> yeah. Do it. Well, I don't know how many people are actually watching Rosie O'Donnell's show anyway, so it obviously didn't help. It's but not no, the like some, <laughs> no, but like parents would watch yeah. it, and then they'll tell you, they'll tell yeah, the kids, you can't, you can't watch, watch this movie. Like, and they're I'm like, okay, watch it anyways, yeah, I'm several gonna, times. Yeah, mm-hmm. this weekend. Uh, Edward on Norton, your money. Edward Norton, Brad Pitt, and David Fincher discussed the incident, like on the DVD commentary track. And uh, Brad Pitt actually said that Rosie O'Donnell's actions were unforgivable. Which is pretty funny. Brad Pitt has worse a hit an, list and yeah, Rosie worse, O'Donnell yeah. is on Worse than anything Tyler Durden done in the movie. <laughs> so I was looking up a lot of stuff about this film when uh-huh. I was trying to do like some research. And it really is a bit of a, like, a cesspool at times with mm-hmm. this film. It's like um, Reddit incarnate. Yeah, definitely. The red oh, pill. The red pill. Exactly. It's like, uh, it's like the reverse uh, Velvet Underground. <laughs> you know, you know, people like, uh, you know, Velvet Underground were never that big, but everyone who listened to them started a band. Yeah. yeah and it's yeah, the same yeah. thing with Fight Club. Like every kid who watched that started a Fight Club and completely missed the point of yeah. Fight Club. Of Fight Club. Yeah. It's not about fighting. Mm. The, the thing is, it was funny when I was watching all these things, I kept seeing all these like interviews and stuff from back when it came out with Brad Pitt and uh, Edward Norton and stuff. And they're talking about the masculinity and blah, blah, blah. Literally nothing has changed in 20 years since no. that film came out. No. Everyone's fucking the same. So guys, yeah. get get over it. Get Don't worry. Yeah. Uh, go it's gonna be just okay. watch the film again. Stop thinking about like, well, your masculinity is under under, under attack, attack by not. women. It's not. It's not. Cool. Do you know what's under yeah. attack? My rights to reproduce, bitch. <laughs> exactly. You got a dick. You got to stay out the conversation. Stay out uh, of it. It's yeah. just not, not about you. Themes of the film. And uh, it's got basically the, this film. Big dicks. <laughs> big dicks. <laughs> big dicks. Uh, this film can have very different meanings, I think, depending on who's watching it. Yeah. Um, and we what were, time you watch it, like what year, age. We had to stop ourselves age. from talking about yeah. this, like when we were messaging yesterday. Yeah. We just literally, I was just like, I can't. I was uh, like, I can't. <laughs> All right. So consumerism, perfection, yeah. and modernity. Yeah. Yeah. Gen X and advertising. advertising. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so yeah, you have that. This film very much tackles consumerism. We were talking about the whole thing with the Starbucks and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, like, shit you yeah. don't need to impress There's people the, you don't like. Yeah, the Ikea ads. Yeah. Edward Norton's narrator basically just uh, has this whole thing about how he's like, I'm creating myself as a perfect person, blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah. I love that when he starts talking about his closet, it's like all my Armani that ties my this, yeah. that. And I was like, oh, fuck. And it was all ruined in the fire, fire and he was yeah, really yeah. upset by it and all that. Uh, then you got masculinity. Yeah, big thing in the film, which I think like um, it's interesting that Chuck Palahniuk talks about masculinity a lot, and even Edward, uh, sorry, um, David Fincher talked a lot about how at the time when the film was made, which is this is what I mean by like twenty years ago, <clears throat> people were changed. People, people were, were thinking about like this whole like oh masculinity is like it's under because threat. I'm like, it could men didn't have a play because men a, don't yeah a. Uh, you know, obvious place in society. So yeah. it, it always happens post-war. Yeah, it always rather, happens yeah. post-conflict. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's like you come back home and you're like, "What do I do? What, what do mm-hmm. I do with my yeah. life? And How do I define like, myself? This is the first time I don't have a place. Fighting. Oh, but women do. And then it's it's that whole thing of like, and if they have something, yeah. it's taken from, from me. Taken from me. Yeah. It's such survivalist. Yeah, bullshit. it's like yeah. like oh, we can't both exist. I'm yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, we're very much I'm living in a time. 
where <laughs> this, time. this sort of stuff is pretty relevant. Um, and I think that was what made it really hard to it's like really look into. To, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because the Fight Club poster culture. Yeah. <laughs> That's like. Yeah. <laughs> Ari's club joke. My jo- yeah. I <laughs> every been, guy in uni, every, every guy in film uni, school, every guy had in a fucking school, Fight Club poster. Ev- nearly every yeah. guy I've ever dated. Like, it's a great movie. It's a great movie. But when, yeah. when you know somebody has a Fight Club poster, it's like, oh, I know the kind of person that you are. And that's mm. the thing with like talking about masculinity. Like, I think everyone, especially like us who are into film, yeah. film students. Yeah. 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 Um, you have a troubled history with it. Like I remember watching it like a teenager and loving and I it, loved obviously. Because it it's like in your face and it's yeah. cool and yeah. it's funny and it's and violent. It's made really well. Exactly. Yeah, it's and then very you, well made. You grow up and then you see you, how others have reacted to and it. And you're like, oh wait, what? And you're like, this is actually with people uh, you know, this is actually damaging to, yeah. to yeah. the cause. And then I remember watching it and it just pissing me off. I was like, this is just hypocritical, pretentious bullshit. Especially that bit in the bus. Where yeah, they're when they're like, at look the, at the the oh, yeah, Armani yeah. model, the yeah, Calvin Klein and, model, and Brad Pitt's like, that what a man looks like, and you're like, you're Brad Ed Pitt. Norton, Ed Norton you actually are... says that. Ed, oh. Ed Norton says that but, to Brad Pitt, but, and then he starts going off about like, oh yeah, now everybody's Pitt trapped is in like the gym. Super ripped, he is yeah. like crazy, like but the best looking guy you've ever seen. People the miss the point, yeah. and that's the ironic point. That was me too. Satire, like that was what I'm saying. I was missing the point, and now I'm at a point where I can appreciate it. And I just have to disconnect yeah. with how people have perceived it, and that's not the film's fault. And that happened every yeah. every yeah. generation. Like that, that's a, it's like Taxi Driver did the same thing. Mm-hmm. And Joker, the original incel. Joker's uh. gonna Joker's gonna do it again. Joker, oh no. Like yeah. just it, the film is gonna get a lot Me of shit. Me and people, every other comedian going not, to see this. And gonna... it's not really fair. Like it's the not, film can be about yeah. whatever it wants, and there yeah. have been many films about antiheroes and things like that. Just because a bunch of fucking insults on the internet yeah. take it to that means they could validate their mm-hmm. shitty point yeah. of view doesn't mean the film has failed. Yeah, it's also this whole thing. When I was rewatching Fight Club last night, I remember just becoming angered by it, and then remembered I used to really like this film, and I still do. It's a good movie, but then yeah. I I think what angered me the most about it when I was watching it is when listening to everything Tyler was saying, just being like, oh, I see why now this could instigate people. Now I understand the whole like, oh, so that's why y'all are like. Can they completely yeah. ignore, ignore the, the fact that? Yeah, yeah, I'm like, You're being bro, made you f- didn't see that CGI penguin and realize that there he's making fun of you. Again, a weird analogy is the allergy effect, where allergy was making fun of a particular type of yeah. like person and he became their the hero hitter, yeah. yeah instead of like them getting the joke yeah. well it's that's like, the thing yeah. it's like when you're when you're young and you're very impressionable it this film definitely like you know we all saw it when we were young you see it one way and then you see it when you're a little bit older you see it a different way but i think when you're young you're very impressionable you're gonna see this stuff as like you're gonna being take this, it for what it is yeah this nihilistic approach of like anarchy t- like you know taking down like capitalism down all this sort of stuff yeah cool i still even watching it the, o- the other I'm night saying. i was sort like, of like yeah, fuck yeah, yeah cool. this yeah. is this some really I'm cool watching, in it. i'm watching mr robo right now and it's the same yeah. thing i'm oh, like great. yeah take down great the man show. great yeah joey but same ending <laughs> at the same yeah. time what does tyler do when he talks about the fascism that he's taken down the court like that he basically like equivalates your consumerism and all that to being this sort of fascist thing that they use to uh they use the same sort of ideals for fascism yeah to control people but what does he do he creates creates his own own army army, his own regime that's very fascist as well exactly so the irony completely lost on him the fucking that fucking scene where like oh yeah we're they're gonna stay out there for three days and then we're gonna let them in and i was like yeah don't fucking leave don't fucking leave yeah Yeah, that's that's the test and i was like 
this is the some, whole some Buddhist monk shit. Yeah, like this is going over everybody. To answer heads. the question is to be wrong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that like people like don't get it. I'm just obviously no, a but, lot of people will get you this. You have to acknowledge. I hope that if you're watching people, this, you will get. Lots of people don't get this. it. I think if you listen to this podcast, and people but, yeah. ignore it. Uh, the time and context it was made as well because oh yeah of all course, right Fight Club is ninety nine yeah and mm-hmm. this is perfect this is you know naive counterculture indie film grunge yeah this is like this the is peak of all that uh, sort of the end of all yeah. that and you're getting all these teenagers that are like that want discovering that like yeah. yeah like punk music and yeah. like films that are challenging like how they see everything the world, else. Yeah, the Matrix came out and, the same year. And Matrix, and, and like also they're coming to that age where like they're sort of abandoning things their parents taught them, whether yeah. it be religion. They're discovering people like Bill Hicks and George yeah, Carlin, yeah, probably. Yeah. And Fight Club just comes down at the right moment and gives them the, the perfect picture. And then you kind of only remember to, you know, listen to the bits that you identify with. Yeah. And yeah. Maybe the commentary, the film is giving making, behind cause, it. Yeah. Because, well, I mean, that's what Fight Club is trying to say is like, oh, yeah, we're creating this thing so we can let out all of our anger and all of our repressed emotions. Our and repressed homosexuality. Repressed homosexuality. Yeah. This film is gay as Yeah, well, fuck. we'll get into this. This, movie this is next a- theme is homoeroticism. Yeah. Well, the film <laughs> is about a cult, essentially, yeah. and that's a recurring theme yeah. if you research cults. Because consumerism yeah. is also technically a cult. Yeah. Like, the, like, if, like yeah, Scientology. I'm Scientology, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Come well, at like, me. Of, yeah. <laughs> Illuminati, no. No, but like when he... He was talking about IKEA and all of this, like, oh yeah, everybody buys this stuff. Is yeah, yeah, it's like it's a fucking cult, like. And it's in the time as well when America things were getting like they're moving into that like big awareness of metrosexualism and stuff, mm-hmm. and like uh, where there was a lot of uh, it's a weird time of people like sort of starting to kind of come to terms with the Fluidity? idea that it's okay if people are gay, but but then it took when you throw another- it into this big thing about fighting and all that, and you have that masculinity and stuff, it's just like. There's like, man, this is a total gay film. Yeah, this is a, a big excuse to roll around with other guys yeah. without shirts on. And there are lots yeah. of dicks in this movie. If someone says stop, you stop. Um, <laughs> some little things that like you just don't think about how it is just very gay is uh, Tyler, his his apartment blows up. Yeah. Mind you, okay, spoiler. Tyler and Nary, yeah, same guy. Same but guy. anyway, if you're thinking from the, the perspective of Tyler Durden being a separate person, this is actually a separate person. Uh, the narrator... He is afraid to ask Tyler and Tyler oh, just, right. oh, yeah, oh, yeah. like, just, just say it. You want to, you can come stay with me. Just say it. Just you know, that's a bit funny. Uh, then it's you got funny. the Marlo relationship. There's a lot of jealousy over Marlo. Don't talk to me. Um, <laughs> but what's he really jealous about? Is he jealous because of Marlo? He's jealous because of Marlo's because time with, with Tyler. Tyler. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, then the chemical burn kiss. Oh, that was, I love that. That's one of my favorite scenes. And that's yeah. also, I think, one of those scenes that will really get misunderstood and taken out of, taken at face value instead of just realizing that, no, this is what the world is doing to mm-hmm. you. It's you're sealing your fate. Yeah. They just want to hang out and make soap and bowl each make other. So, yeah. And they want to kiss each other's hands and put chemical chemical exactly. burns in the shape Who of a kiss. Man. I know. Yeah. But that, that burn looked fucking cool. We though. got one Come more on. bit of jealousy. It's uh, over Angel Face, uh, played by uh, Jared, Jared Leto. Leto. And, um, Who also that. now apparently yeah. has his own cult. Y'all hear about this? Really? Oh my God, there's like a video going around. Children of the Beard? Yeah, <laughs> Children of the Mars? Of the Mars. Of the 30 Seconds. Yeah. Sorry. It's just the name of, of the, the band. It doesn't actually take that long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pop star reference in there. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> yeah, so sorry, the narrator sees Angel Face. He sees that Tyler has this very nice relationship, this mm. relationship with Angel Face. And he gets really jealous of it. Yes, really. And then he just beats the shit, shit out, out of him. I love that. So that. much so that he wanted to destroy something beautiful. <sighs> Which is what, what a lie. Yeah. yeah. And he beat the shit out of him. And then the next time you see Jared Leto's face, it's just like fucked beyond yeah. repair. Yeah, yeah. But there is this it's one interesting thing where he puts his, uh, his hand up on one of the files. And he's just like, and by this point, I think the narrator has realized that he is Tyler and he goes, everything's okay. Or maybe it was before he realized, but anyway, he goes, everything's okay. This was with project mayhem. He's like, everything's okay with project mayhem. You don't have to worry about this. He puts his hand up and on his hand, there's a chemical burn kiss. And it's sort of like, Ooh, that hurt. Yeah. He's sleeping around. on Um, one (laughs) other thing that I really, uh, found very interesting about this film is like how he has daddy issues oh yeah because they, they're that scene yeah. when they're in the bathroom and they're talking about their fathers and mm-hmm. i was like you're talking about one when i rewatched it again oh you're talking about the same person yeah but then two this is the first time i think like it's really rare it's that whole thing of men really need to like kill their fathers or whatever right that complex and then this is the like they're edible. this is the first time they're yeah it's edible this is the first time you see two characters like this that will talk it out mm-hmm and uh, they are shit talking about it. I think it's the most vulnerable those two are ever in yeah. the, the whole film because they're just like, yeah, my dad told me to go to college. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And yeah, tick, 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 tick. tick, tick. tick. Yeah, yeah, they were yeah. just like, yeah. oh, yeah, this is all of us. Ed Norton just straight up says, I'm a 30-year-old boy. And yeah. I was like, yeah. Everyone can Well, it's very Everyone interesting that a lot, of, uh, a lot of people who happen to be in cells or even in that alt-right that seems to have like latched onto this film as well. Yeah. Um, tend to have a lot of issues with their fathers and stuff. And a big thing is that they have absent fathers. So yeah, that's the thing. Okay. So I, it was funny because like, I I have my own issues with my own father, yeah. Yeah, but I don't too. see my dad so as like this father, like absent father and stuff. But my parents, I am from a broken family. So a lot of this I ticked into like this time watching. I was like, mm, interesting. And then I start thinking about how it plays into a lot of the the homoeroticism of the film. Yeah. Is that like he's got his father's missing. So Brad Pitt says, oh, like when they start asking, oh, like what person, what, what person would you want to fight? And he's like, Brad Pitt's like yep, my, dad. my dad. Abraham Lincoln. And then, um, like, yeah, anyway. yeah. Hemingway. That was my favorite answer. Fuck, that's yeah, he does say Hemingway. But he does and then, say... And then Ed Norton says William Shatner. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. That's funny. But Brad Pitt at yeah. one point says his father, and Edward Norton says, well, I don't know my father. Well, I know no, him, but, but he's he been out of my six, life. Yeah. He's, he's He left when I was six. And he keeps he moving keeps every six moving. years. He's starting franchises. Yeah. Very I love interesting that line. The fucker's starting franchises. Yeah, which is very <sighs> interesting line. because uh, the narrator starts walking about trying to find where... Tyler's been going all over the, the, the country. City, and he's and that's when starting franchise. And that's yeah, when someone called him uh, Mr. Durden. Yeah. yeah. And he, and he starts out. to yeah. figure it out. Yeah. There's that line also, fathers are our models for God. Or yeah. He yeah. just has that line. And well, I'm like, yeah. whoa. Well, even the whole, you know, when we meet the narrator, he's like, uh, yeah, he's pretending to be a cancer yeah. sufferer. Yeah, um, testicular cancer be, specifically, yeah, and to, and that support group's name was like remaining men together. Yeah, which exactly. literally it sets well, it up say, in the beginning. But he, yeah, like in the groups, and he's just looking. He's just looking. For, yeah, yeah, affection. It's just somewhere where someone would like hug. Yeah, it's a place where he needs Another to be vulnerable, yeah. a release for him to be vulnerable in an environment that won't make him. Le- any less masculine that's why he's so yeah. defensive when yeah. Marla showed up he's like this is mine this is my yeah. space now yeah. I can't sleep anywhere and I'm yeah. like if I can't sleep I'll take a sleeping pill yeah, exactly. well, there's also the bit where Marla and Tyler 
are kind of fighting with each other. And he says, I feel like I'm six again and I'm stuck between two parents. Passing messages. Yeah. Um, and this, I mean, it's the a lot thing with this whole father for, thing. Broken family. Yeah. It's, it's rebel without a cord. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Except these rebels have a cause. Yeah. yeah. It's so many causes. They have so many causes. <laughs> too many causes. Too many causes. Uh, but yeah, they, uh, it's just interesting the whole thing because I feel like there's that whole famous line with we're a generation of men raised by women mm-hmm. um, that Brad Pitt says. And that whole thing is like a very interesting thought because this kind of leads into a lot of this toxic masculinity because yeah. they grew up. I can, I can even sort of understand like that because you grew up like particularly my mom raised me. I was one of these guys that was raised by a mother and uh, I didn't use that to turn into tox- toxicity, yeah, but yeah. a lot of people do, yeah. and they get sort of they, un- they resent they their resent mothers, their f- and then yeah. therefore resent they the resent women their fathers that come as well. Their yeah. Yeah. Their fathers. Yeah. they resent their fathers for not it's being the there. Resent their mothers for being a part of it. Yeah, I think Ari just yeah. had a breakthrough. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, it's a it's a film that can make you think a lot of that stuff, and I think yeah. that's the thing a that film people that keeps on should giving. be thinking it's about. The gift that keeps. That's on why, giving. like, I won't like. I, I'm not gonna I'm, shit on it. I'm not gonna but shit on it. It's not a bad movie. Now. That's just the yeah. thing a that I've bit, learned. But she now it scares me now. It never used to scare me before when I was younger. I used to be in awe of it all the time, and I still am. It's just now. I'm terrified that, yeah. Now people have the means to like write up yeah. and yeah. get a gun. Uh, yeah. Well, but there's I, that scene as well where he's talking to his uh, his boss and when the boss finds the rules of Fight Club him, yeah. and he's like, hey, um, what's this? And he's like, well, maybe it's just something that I found. Like, you know, maybe you, you, you just find something. You should pick up any, every piece of trash yeah. that you find on the way. And I'm like, yeah. oh, And, and he sir. goes, maybe like uh, whoever wrote it, like, Come really in with an AR-15. Yeah. And, yeah, and it's very like, oh my God. It's like, you would like. Please stop talking. Yeah. Yeah. Please stop talking. This yeah. is a little too real. Yeah. Speaking of incels, <laughs> how it works. <laughs> our new segment on the podcast. Yeah. Speaking, speaking of, of incels. incels. We, have, I, we said in our room episode. Yeah, we did. We're it's, doing we're, like It's a lot of incel stuff coming on. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Also, next week's film, I want to know how they feel finding out that film was directed by a woman. The film next week. Chuck Palahniuk said it's uh, fascinating that a group that can't get laid is now adopting the same language. Oh my it god, shows... it bugs me so much okay, every time Tyler I see this. Shit. Oh, let me finish this. Yeah, finish it. Go ahead. Um, it shows how few options men have in terms of metaphors, a skimpy inventory of images. They have the Matrix. There's a lot of red pill, a lot of a blue, blue, blue blue pill pills. stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they have Fight Club. The only other thing is Dead Poet Society, where men Which go into a cavern so and say poems to each other, and they're not going to adopt that. Uh, that's very, really funny. It's a very funny, but also very weird, very a weird, weird thing to but say. But also kind of spot on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Chuck that Palahniuk's too far. kind of gone a bit back and forth with his views on this whole, how he yeah. sees Fight Club. But the interesting thing here is, do you guys know he's gay? Yeah. He came yeah, out in yeah, 2003. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He wasn't gay when Fight Club was like, yeah. well, he wasn't out. <laughs> he wasn't gay. He wasn't gay. He wasn't He wasn't out. Fight Club turned him. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Maybe Fight Club was a way to like a way to get out. Find himself. Yeah. He came out in 2003 because he had a partner and he was doing an interview with someone and uh, he was worried because of something he said that she was going to out him. So he just outed himself. Good, good, yeah. good, good. Which is, I mean, it sucks if anyone has to feel that way and it can create like, I don't know, like something that's like Fight Club that you have to like really uh, battle with almost like mm-hmm. um, and it's tur- it gets turned into something and it's like interesting that it is a very 
like homoerotic film and it's written by a guy who is gay now like who's out as gay and that it has been turned into such like a an anti-gay an anti-gay yeah. rhetoric yeah I think from incels and snow- yeah and art yeah. should be challenging it yeah. should do all yeah. those things oh, and i man. agree with him and that yeah. all these guys just can't get laid <laughs> Yeah. A lot, a lot of these people it's just go away. Mad, it would, no, it's not know, that they can't. Mad. They can't get laid. It's just that no, no, they, just, they should like they resent the fact that it's even an option that they can't get laid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, but they also the, once you make it a crutch. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. They're making it a crutch. They're making too many. They're using it as an excuse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, um, and then basically sorry, just guys, guaranteeing. I'm so angry. Yeah. So angry. There's also one last really weird, annoying thing about this film. There's lots of weird, annoying things about this film. Yeah. Happens to be our last. Yeah. This is the last one because we do need to wrap up. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I started work technically 15 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. The film uh actually coined the term snowflake. Yeah. The Evening Standard said said the novel was the origin of the term snowflake. Um. And Chuck Palahniuk said that I coined snowflake and I stand by it. He I said in 2017, term. every oh, generation gets offended by different things. But my friends who teach it in high school tell me that their students are easily offended. Uh, the modern left is always reacting to things. Once they get their uh, show on the road culturally, they'll stop being so offended. That's, that's kind of a weird. No, quote. I don't like that. That's bullshit. A very that's weird a, quote. That's the thing. This is what Polonix said in I'm, this one interview. Okay, but that's something he yeah. coined. And that's, but that's something that's adopted by the alt right to attack the left, yeah. even though. The more conservative people are the ones who are easily offended at shit. Yeah. Exactly. All the time. Yeah. No, I hate it. I hate it's it's like, this whole again so kind of like works. the way yeah, kind exactly. of, that's the problem. Kind of like the way people misinterpret or miss the point with Fight Club. They miss the point about the whole like, oh my god, you guys are so easily offended. You're offended. You are getting you like you calling feel me offended yeah. right now. Yeah. Like, listen to yourself. Yeah. You get preemptively offended. Yeah, exactly. Like it's they, you know, you see they so make angry. up. And also I'm just gonna say this. If I'm offended because you're being a dick. Then fair enough. Then yeah, because yeah. you're being a dick. But you're getting offended by the fact that you are not letting you be a dick. And go ahead, be offended. Nothing happened. Nothing or you're getting offended mm-hmm. because I'm offended, yeah. which is funny. Oh, we're God, in circles. Yeah. But hey, yeah. we're all fucking snowflakes. We're all fucking unique. Come yeah, on, guys. Yeah, like it's you're great. Most- be unique. Yeah. Don't be the same. That's the problem with this film that everyone who sees it in a weird way doesn't realize that the hey, irony is oh, completely lost on them. yeah we're destroying something that's all about consumerism and everyone's but you the are same. joining together becoming then, a homogenous force yeah. in order to destroy this other massively yeah. homogenous force like that's the, yeah the irony is lost on them and it makes me mad everyone <laughs> yes. is special and no one is yeah everyone okay. is special uh no. one one little thing uh if you like fight club a lot um Polnick has actually uh, created sequels. Yeah, uh, comic, yeah, comic, yeah, yeah, yeah. comic did Fight Club two and three. Yeah, yeah. I haven't yeah. read them, but you can go find that if you want to see a continuation yeah. of Tyler and and uh, the narrator story. I'm, I've heard it's good, but it's one of those yeah. I haven't got around to because I don't need it. Mm. Yeah, I don't really want to no. see what happens. No, I want Constantine yeah. sequels. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Uh, we do need to wrap up. I mean, I right, guys like. If you, if you <laughs> I get, have more to say. I know it's been yeah, heavy. We've got so much to say. We, you could just talk about this <sighs> forever. But like, club. just remember that we all love you. And you love you. And you love us. And please don't be a dick. Yeah. yeah. And please we know, don't be a dick. Yeah. We know that like, no one we might have come you. hard at times and it might have sounded like, oh, you don't get it. We're not telling you that you don't get it. We know you get it. But because you're listening to us. Yeah. You would have turned off a while ago. I just say, I think like Fight Club is a fun film and I think you should watch it watch it over and over again if yeah. you can let it wash like, over give you. it time like, really think about the yeah. things they bring yeah. out if you if you're 
done with the story side of it and you feel like you've gotten all of it in that one time, just watch it for all the fun little Easter eggs in the film. Yeah, yeah. There's tons Watch it with the sound off. Watch it with the sound off. It's one of those visually yeah, really count the like dicks. striking movies. There's the a dick. lot of dicks. Well, you're not going to see any in the print shop. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> it's the film print and they're usually they taken. Out, yeah, they cut out all the dicks. That's, that's a yeah, secret. That's, that's a little yeah. bit of a secret. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. but this isn't a film print. This it's actually a digital version. I'm in the process of writing this thing about how I have to, I'm trying to reconcile my feelings about Fight Club being yeah. a woman of color because as somebody who again like a yeah, film student child of cinema I can love this film but it's also yeah. something that's been used sort of thank you to, exactly to attack me and yeah. it's 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 uh, it's really hard I have really hard like feelings about this because it's really well made but it does make me so angry and I can, mm-hmm. I'm allowed to have it make me I understand that yeah yeah, take it as a satire. Yeah, but it still makes me angry. Yeah, yeah. It's the fact fair that, enough. It's yeah. like the, but it's like Rick and Morty. Yeah, it's like, it's like a That's fan of Rick and Morty where like, yeah. oh, completely you've ruined, ruined the show for me. me. Yeah. yeah, completely ruined the show for me. Yeah, same thing with Fight Club. Yeah, same so, yeah. thing with Fight Club. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I hate that. You know, for you. Yeah, I hate that for anyone that feels that way, mm-hmm. um, or however you take. Because you know that you, anything yeah. from this film that has been used negatively and that sucks. Like and um, yeah, I just it's wish people like, would kind of yeah. like stop. But you know, <laughs> we like I just wish it's you, the you whole know thing stop. Of, like, separating art and its original mm-hmm. intention versus intent its interpretation. Versus yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah intent, yeah. but in yeah, intent versus consequences. Uh, exactly. Well, they're, when, not, they're not like um, you know, they can't completely be void of consequence completely. the filmmakers yeah. but they have to be yeah. aware of it but, but this you can't film blame also them talks completely. about that yeah which again will go over people's yeah. heads well it's an interesting thing at first watch, i'll, I'll say this like one last little bit um that i think it's funny that a big part of the film which talks about is that like men are kind of having to evolve into like yeah we got a no service from this side of the bar fight club photo Ripped. that's been here for years Ripped, Brad um uh, an interesting thing that it's like men have to evolve into something new because the traditional forms of masculinity aren't the same anymore. And it's more of a world where women are allowed to be on the equal playing field as men. Yeah. And, and women as aren't as allowed to be, be. just as masculine thing. as yeah. men. Yeah, or, which is a good and, thing. Yeah. yeah, and vice versa. And also gender okay. is a spectrum. Yeah. It's not it's just... Fluid. Yeah, it's just fluid, bro. But I think there's like, still ways that if you want to be masculine you can still be masculine people aren't going to care just don't be a dick about it like you don't have to be a dick you know and uh i think it's just interesting that like you have this whole thing i don't know people just need to evolve Mm -hmm. and like not worry about you know that the traditional forms of masculinity are no longer the same. The world's never going to be that way anymore. You're never going to like, no like going back. Thank That's God. What Trump to be honest, thank God, like that you in a Western world might not ever have to go to fucking war and actually fight because they have exactly. robots fucking doing everything now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's and scary and that's a that's whole scary. other that's podcast. Another you know, but yeah, that's a whole other podcast. That is a whole Join us next still. week for drones. <laughs> drones we'll watch the- like eight drone movies because they've made more now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, I think we need to wrap up. Yeah. Um, but, but I really need to Before pee. we wrap up. Final yeah, thoughts. Because I need yeah. to pee. Yeah. Not even final thoughts. Okay, do final thoughts and then I have a question. We can wrap it. Okay, final yeah. thoughts. Shall I start? Yeah. Okay. Um, I think I pretty much already said yeah. it, but like I grew up adoring this film and I still yeah. like it and I appreciate it. It's a really well made film. I think mm-hmm. it's one of the best films I've, like the craft behind it, like yeah. and the performances, like it's out of this world. It's it's honestly like 
probably one of the greatest films made in the last 20 years. For sure. And But it still upsets me deeply mm-hmm. that because these ideas are being articulated and because they're being taken at face value, it harms other people. That's what angers me and that's what hurts me. Like mm-hmm. it's not that the film itself, I adore this film. You can't ignore. I can't ignore the fact that th- it, it makes me feel a bit horrible. Yeah. And yeah, it, it's just, dirty it makes you feel dirty watching like it. Part and, of the problem. And then and then you kind of realize oh the fact that this still resonates 20 years later is yeah. what's terrifying. That's the most mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that's my thoughts yeah. about Fight Club. Also Brad Pitt is fine as hell. Oh so gorgeous. And we're known amazing as well. Great. Again, and Norton, top 10 Carter. favorite ads. <laughs> um yeah, my final thoughts are pretty similar like yeah, I just want to say that, like, if you, I don't know, like, feel worried about anything in your life that, like, you can't talk to people and you feel like that's yeah. a problem with, like, being, like, especially if you're a man and you feel like, oh, that's my masculinity is in question. It's fine. You're not weird because you yeah. have problems or you need to talk to someone about Go something. To therapy. Just, like, talk to, or just talk to people, surround yourself with people who are cool that you enjoy being around. Yeah. And, um, I hope those aren't bad people yeah. <laughs> that you enjoy being around. But like, yeah, just be very good to others and uh, be good to yourself. Be good like, to check people. out yourself. Man. Be excellent. It's to fine. Each other. It's okay. Like, we're all humans. We're all in this together. Um, and yeah, you can close it out with what you yeah. want okay. to um, question. Uh, yeah, on the topic of missing the point. Yeah. If you could find anyone, who would it be? Oh. Oh. Oh, this is good. Wait, who did I really want to fight? I was talking to somebody. It can be a celebrity historical figure or someone you know. (laughs) I feel like I'm a big boy. People I know that I want to fight. I feel like I'm a big boy and I'm ready to take on two at once. So I want the double-headed dragon of uh, Donald Trump and Boris Johnson. I'll take them both on. I want to fight because they're both screwing up my my current existence in both countries. Oh yeah, I feel like you could could take them. Yeah, I want to fight four people in a like a death like a cage like death match. Um, I would fight Tommy Wiseau. No, I'm kidding. I would fight Jared Leto. Um, Every member of Thirty Second to Mars. Yeah, Yeah. I know. How many are there? Fight Roman Polanski. I want to fight Woody (laughs) Allen. Not just because they're old and I can fucking take them. And I would fight Louis C.K. Louis C.K. Definitely, and maybe all men. You got to throw someone in you like in there just to throw you off. And then I want to fight Brad Pitt. Yeah. No. <laughs> I don't want to fight Brad Pitt, but I would like to see him shirtless. So okay, yeah, Phil, who do you want? To oh, I'd fight Ollie, who works. Yeah, <laughs> <Ollie>. <laughs> we have a running joke where Ollie and Phil would just the. Yeah. Like, you gonna fight? You gonna, gonna fight happen. today? It's gonna, gonna happen. happen. Yeah. It's gonna happen, and yeah. I'm gonna separate the both of them by holding both their. The I have of their heads. nothing. To I'm gonna come down yeah. and be like, boys. <laughs> <laughs> um, Phil. Uh, we're wrapping up. Well, where can people find you? Are I'm you always at the print. No, I'm, I'm always, always at the print job. Come and say hi. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So anything new going on? No. Nothing. Cool. <laughs> uh, like I said earlier, maybe expect to hear a little bit more. Phil, hopefully, he yeah. will actually tag team with us a little bit more. Uh, no, no, he's great. Let oh, us know on Twitter and stuff if yeah, you like Phil. If you like Phil. Um, if you want to hear him a little bit <laughs> gonna end in the future, oh, no, let us baby. know. <laughs> <laughs> we have someone else in mind as well who well, we, we'll, it's gonna we'll be two people. Come on better. Two people. Much better. Oh, tag sweet. teaming around. Yeah. Um, two of my sometimes together, sometimes it will just be them. one of them. Yeah. We'll depend, it'll depend on if they're available. It's yeah. just well, so John isn't tied up every week like fucking I can't, I don't have a host again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, I'll be here every week. Yeah, John If you don't like me, you can, you can, um, 
You can if you, you could not if you want to get rid of me, you could like you Die can let petition. me know that as well. Change you, the, you can let the, the the country know. Yeah, yeah. change but, the org. Yeah, change yeah. yeah. But just to let you know, if you don't like me, it's very likely the podcast might not get made anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so that you're, I'm not trying to give you an ultimatum, yeah. but that's but what it is. <laughs> that's life. Ultimato. That's just life. All right, Ari. Where where can people find you? you and can what do you got me going at on? Ariane and Indita on Twitter and Instagram. And I am in. I think when this podcast comes out, oh, it's next week. Next week, I think I'm going to be in uh, the issue this that week's issue of Time Out magazine. Oh yeah, keep an eye on Time yeah, Out. Oh yeah, I heard about that. that. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah, talking about little feature, talking some about of the best the cinema. cinemas in London, yeah. and Ari got selected to be our representative. Yeah. So yeah, this is awesome. A little treat on your departure. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. Um, cool. Where, where can people yeah, find you? Yeah, you can now? find me at Tall for All, T A L L, the number four all. Mm-hmm. That's on Twitter and Instagram. And my band's page is on Facebook. Hopefully, my band will be doing some uh, stuff coming up, but mm-hmm. uh, we'll see. I'll let you guys know. But in the meantime, I've got a lot of stuff to edit. We got the room episode <laughs> yeah. coming out soon. And also, we've got the Good Burger thing coming. So, so that's come see us on Friday. Come see Friday. us Friday the 20th. Yeah, and if you don't, we're gonna try to record it, so it'll uh, it'll be available to listen to afterwards. Hopefully, cool beans. but yeah, if, just still come see us. We need people in the audience. It'll yeah, be a fun do. time. All right, guys, uh, this is us wrapping up. You can always follow us at the PCC Podcast on Twitter, or you, you can, can email us, us at podcast at princewashlima Yeah, send us stuff. We love reading it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Desperate <laughs> plea. Yeah. All right. All right, guys, have a good one. Be good Thanks. to each other. Thanks for listening. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Really need to pee, dog.